All right, welcome to the Subpar Podcast. It's Jacob Micah. Micah is back, and Cam's here with us. This is our, I don't know, like fourth or fifth episode. It's fun out here. Today we're going to do some little college football and some football trivia we got, and uh, let's get into it, boys. All right, well, today's the big day. We got both semifinal matchups, Alabama and Michigan versus – and then Washington and Texas. So let's let's talk about keys to the game for each team to win, and then – we can do a final prediction. So let's start out with one and four, Michigan versus Alabama. What is the key to winning if you're Michigan? You've got to figure out how to contain Milrow. I was about to say. Like, okay. no one's since – really, Milrow, Texas. Milrow, Milrow, Milrow. Yeah, He's you, you got to figure him out. And uh, the it's a big key, though. I, like, I feel like sometimes when we lift keys, we make it seem very simple. It's not simple. Like, we saw what Georgia just did to Florida State, regardless of who was playing and who wasn't. Their defense is legit. And Milrow kind of did what he wanted, like took the game over, ended it when he needed to end it. So, like, that's a big I thing for Michigan. I argue that that's the only key. No. The, uh, I think there's one for I offensively. Think that, oh, I offensively. think that is, when you're facing Bama, if you can make Milrow get flustered and freak out, you'll win the game. And if you let him get in the groove, you are totally screwed. But I also because think another key for them defensively, like, yes, it's contained Milrow. I agree. That's like A, and there's not really a closer one. But second, secondarily, I think – is if you can't stop the run outside of Milrow. Jace is back. He's been practicing. He's ready to go. Yeah. We have a lot of backs. I mean, Jam played in the SEC Championship. Looked fine. Looked so, great. Uh, so you, they've got to figure out. They cannot let the offensive line of Alabama dominate them like Georgia did. Because if we if we run the ball without, like, without design runs for Milrow, like just straight up between the tackles, beat your nose in, you're going to be in trouble. So I think – if they stop the run and then just contain Milrow in the pass, don't let him scramble. Don't let him hit these big plays. Like they're gonna have to keep everything in front of them. You gotta keep it in front. And like the thing is, is Michigan is notorious for running man coverage. Jermaine Burton and Isaiah Bond will eat you alive if you play man coverage all night. If you play man coverage on Isaiah Bond and Jermaine Burton and Night Black, if you play it on them boys, it's gonna be a long night. Gonna be a long night. You, yeah, but I was about to say your linebacker better be quick enough to keep up with him if you're going to play man. Yeah, so, like it, it, it all comes down. To play a one man spot at all times. Yeah, like well, well even on fourth and thirty one, if you're Auburn, so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they they played a spy. Boy was out there looking at him like he's going to run it from the thirty one yard line. The difference is they played a spy. They just forgot somebody has to <laughs> <laughs> But offensively for Michigan, that's so tragic, Mike. Mike had a little incident with his. Uh, beverages today. Uh, forgive us, we're not professional enough for this, but we're gonna keep rolling. Um, um, I think you where where we going? Michigan offensively. Hey, you well, they got to do the opposite of what we were just saying. Like they have to control the offense. Like they got to control line of scrimmage. Corum's got to run. Like, but that's the thing. Like I think if Michigan's gonna win the football game, McCarthy's gonna have a career day. That, but Bama's not gonna let you beat them running the football. Yeah, and in which it's what's unique about that is Bama on the run. We're normally so good, and you've seen Georgia be so good this year. The interior linemen for Georgia and Alabama this year, wow, not bad. Like, I don't want you to hear me say that we've decreased uh, dramatically, but from what I mean, from the Quinnen Williams, the De'Aaron Payne's, the Jonathan Allen's, the Jordan Davis's, like Deshaun, Deshaun, like uh, Ashawn Robinson, like these are guys that have come through that SEC defense interiorly this year. I mean, 
we got guys. Keenan can get there. I mean, we can get stuff done. But like, so for Michigan, you kind of have to take take advantage of that in the fact that there's not that guy there. Yeah. There's not. And now that don't don't hear me say that Alabama can't stop you entirely because boy, yeah. please try. Our our linebackers, that crew, Campbell. Like, I mean, they're they're very good. They're yeah. very very good. So it it'll be interesting. Michigan is gonna have to. I know I said McCarthy's going to have a career day, but in order for him to have a career day, they're going to have to establish the run game mm-hmm. and then hit Alabama with a play action. They're going to have to. You're going to have plays. to end up testing our secondary. I think the issue for Michigan on that is, is for the first time in a while, like as Alabama fans, it's been a while since I felt real good about our secondary, and. Like, I feel real good about it. Tyrion yeah. and Kool-Aid, they don't give up much. They don't give up Caleb much. Downs, Caleb freshman Downs, the freshman of the year. The only weak spot is that other safety. And we have moments where we look great at it. We have moments where we're running out on the field and Jay Daniels is going by us. We're not even looking at it. <laughs> so, I, I mean, there are moments where that secondary has it. And Auburn Auburn had a few passes on Bama. So, yeah, yeah if you're if you're Michigan, you got to figure out a way to get away. While dominating the run game, like you said, they got to find a way to make that secondary – do something like if they're if our like if Caleb Downs all night just has to come downhill and make tackles in the hole he'll do it I promise you he'll do it if you let Alabama put eight in the box and they're you're done for yeah them. you can't let Alabama get to the point where they're saying okay I'm gonna make you beat me throwing and we're gonna play man and, and, and on top of that man. you if you gotta beat us throwing and you can't block Dallas yeah real problem Dallas and um and our other guy that I always forget his name when we're doing this. Trez, Trez is a good. Trez is good. Dallas is Deontay's, good. Deontay's. I mean, we have people that can rush mm. the the quarterback. What is it's not Blackshire, but what's the other one? How can I not? For, he's like a top five feel, edge rusher. This makes me feel not like that one. Yeah, <laughs> I can't ever. It's not Blackshire, but but I just love that. I I personally feel like Michigan's offensive line is going to be one of the worst we've seen this season. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's a bold take. Michigan's got a lot now, but I will give you they had that injury in Ohio State with that. I think he's a tackle or a guard. The way the way McCarthy looked, looked like two games ago, I think. Iowa? Yeah. You know oh, yeah, last game. Yeah. Bad. The, See, was, they got to him so easy. Here's my thing about McCarthy. You're right. Though. Iowa really did put some pressure on them. You're very much right about and that. And, like, you can say, like, Michigan has great O-line, but we've talked all all year we've talked about Like, Penn State had a good defense until they got 38 and 500 last year. like I said, we keep saying how great of teams, like, how great of an offensive line they have, but. What real defensive line have they seen? The Penn State is the one that you're going to go, and then what you see Ole Miss just did to them. Interesting. But uh, And then now, like, if it's you're talking about Alabama's key to the game, like, because, I mean, Michigan. Keeping Milrow in a good spot. Milrow has got to be protected. Run easy throws. Easy throws. And, and run, run the football. football. you got to run the football. Take, take either run the football and take the pressure off of him or – Easy give me throws. the slant routes, give mm-hmm. him confidence before we start making big plays down. Give us some RPOs, man. Yeah. Let him I mean, I, I think our play calling our yeah. play calling has been so odd this year because I don't ever I don't think there's ever been like a real focal point in yeah. our play calling. It's it kind of get into the game, see what's working, see what's not. And Jalen's done so well this year about being being uh, being able to be adaptable. coachable and adaptable, like just going to the situations. Yeah, thanks. Adaptable. Yeah, adaptable. That's a word. We used it. Adaptability. (laughs) Sounded good. We all three agree. And then, like, so, yeah, Milrose, you got to be the center. you got to bring the run game. O-line has has to do what they did against Georgia, which is dominate. Yeah. I mean, they're huge. And they've they've gotten – I think they're one of the most improved groups for Alabama this year. I mean, Caden Proctor. Caden Proctor 
against Texas, I thought he couldn't block anyone. And in South Florida, too. Like, And he's come so far. They look great against Georgia. Never really got pressure on us. I mean, a few times, but never really anything bad. And then defensively, contain the run. You make J.J. throw it. And if, and if J.J. McCarthy comes out here and he throws 25 times and he completes it 20 times and they have like 200, 300 passing yards and that's how they win, props to him. Yeah. Or like that was your game plan. Make him throw it. But if if not, like if not, they're gonna commit to that run. You just you gotta keep no big plays. Like none of these quorum seventy five yarders. Like yeah. you can't give up big you gotta make them earn it. You gotta Alabama, make them earn it. Alabama needs to come out and set we're we're gonna say Kool-Aid, Terry, you're playing man, and I'm trusting you not to get beat because I'm not gonna get beat. In and the good the, the good thing about it is is like so we have three linebackers that play Lawson Campbell and Trez they all and Marshall what but I call him Trez that's his name but I mean they they all are unique in Lawson Deontay really he has moments where you look he looks confused and he has other moments where boy he is where he needs to be before like he's just there the good thing is is Campbell and Marshall they scrape so well I mean that fumble recovery Trez was in the backfield and they just dropped it on the handoff yeah. I mean, they're so we're so good run stopping with those three that if you can if we can just keep them out of coverages like being picked on in coverages, it's a good day for the defense, real good day. And but then on top of that, you have Dallas who could just do whatever he wants. At have fun time. with that. That offensive tackle will have fun today yeah. with with Dallas playing. But my thing with JJ is in the last six games they've played, he has thrown two touchdowns. Two. Yeah. That means how heavy and they've scored a good amount of points, but how heavy does that mean that you're relying on the run game? No, I really I really think JJ's been hyped up all season long for not much of anything. When like, yeah. everybody in like you look on Twitter Braswell, like, Chris Braswell. Sorry to cut you yeah. off, but I thought of his name. <laughs> <Get it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, like all season long, like I was like a obviously as a Vikings fan I before Kirk went down, I was like, we need a replacement. I was like, JJ looks good. Yeah. Past five weeks, I've been like, you draft JJ. <laughs> may cut my own hands off yeah. so I can't turn the TV on. Like, in, yeah. in the Big Ten for Michigan, like, every game, they've just found ways to be better. And it's ultimately, when you get into the game, the run game's just been too much. Like, it, the, and then they hit those open passes. But, like, Nothing crazy past game lines, but the run game's been overwhelmed. They're not high powered like Alabama's seen before. Like Ole Miss's no. offense would scorch. Yeah. So. So I mean, like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough tough game. They're I mean, both teams defensively are got to be locked in. If either team starts giving up these big plays, like you letting Milrow run for thirty, letting McCarthy or like because McCarthy can scramble too, can hurt you that way. Yeah. So I mean, it, you've got we, defenses have got to keep containment. And eliminate the big time plays like like Alabama. One thing like when against Tennessee in the comeback, Ole Miss in a comeback, it was big plays, touchdowns for over thirty yards to Isaiah Bond, touchdowns long. I mean, and those plays hurt defensive confidence. When you let Isaiah Bond go behind you on a post route, and he catches the ball at the ten, and you're nowhere near him, yeah. like that that's that hurts. It's all about that momentum, baby. So here's. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I totally lost my train of thought, and I had a good point too. And I hate I just he had a good point though. <laughs> well, while you think about it, we can transition to the second game and a little sugar bowl action with Texas and Washington. I feel like media wise, not getting That's, a lot. I'm so glad you said media. It just hit me. 
<laughs> our very first episode was championship weekend. And what did we say you don't do to teams the, the week before you play them? Tell them they don't you have don't, a shot. You don't give them extra motivation. Yeah. What has Jim Harbaugh done? Really? All he uh, did was fuel a fire. Yeah. And he, he called Milrow a backup. A backup. Their backup, first off. And their starter's not even – I mean, wasn't even close to the Heisman race. So – I don't. I mean, yeah. Some people put out like like Saban says, they just put out Wheaties, and, and that's okay. And Alabama has something Michigan doesn't. Alabama has something to prove being put in. They they've got to prove them why they why yeah, they like got Michigan. Michigan's number one. They they they're favored to win. Yeah. yeah. Alabama we just had more experience in big games. Well, do you know how many teams the other or the three other teams that aren't Alabama in this college football playoff? Do you know how many wins they have in the playoff system? Zero. Zero. Yeah. And none of them have played. Not. Two of them haven't played. Well, one has. Washington. I was just, I mean, obviously, played Bama. <laughs> we knew Texas and Washington. No, but Michigan hasn't won. Well, I was about to say, that's, that was kind of like like you're talking about adding the pressure. If, um, you're the number one team. We're sold to be in. And Bama has this chip of gotten in. A lot of people said we shouldn't have. So what do we have to prove? And then, like, carrying oh, in the back of your mind, well, you've went into two. Like, you had Georgia in the first time. Dumped. Last year, you come in at two and you get TCU, who everyone said shouldn't have been there. Yeah, they beat you. So I mean, you you have a lot going into it for both teams. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, now Washington, Texas, media wise, I mean, you they're really getting it, but they're not I getting just a think lot. It's a disappointing game. I can't like. I'm sorry. I do. I think it's a disappointing game. <laughs> who who, who just do you because have? I don't feel like Washington is as good as everyone. Which was what I think they are the equivalent of Florida State, and Texas is going to walk in there and dog. They just have Penix. Yeah, like that's the yeah. difference between them and Florida State is they have their quarterback. And then Michael Penix is literally three years from retirement. <laughs> so I mean, like, well, I mean, yeah, and but that's what's interesting about Washington is we've kind of done that to them all year. Yeah. And it really never gave them a shot to win against Oregon. They weren't – they were underdogs the first game. They beat Oregon, but I just come back, think, and were 10-point underdogs after they beat them, I which is crazy disrespect. Well, I think I any know. team relying on Bo Nix is a bad team. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I and mean, it's four TDs today, today at least. <laughs> he looked good today. But, I mean, oh, it yeah. is. Ooh, well, I mean, Liberty. It did Liberty. not matter against Liberty. But you <laughs> know what? Speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. I am so happy that Bo Nix played and proved that point because you saw what Florida State didn't do. 60 points, dog? Never. I don't mm-hmm. care if you say you didn't have players because Georgia didn't have all of theirs either. Now, they had the majority, but still, y'all were both missing about 30 players. Both teams were. 60 points. Like, what are what are we doing? What Like, what are we doing as college football? Not – it's bringing like, a better mentality to that game. Well, it's like we were talking about before we jumped on the podcast. Like, what kind of example are you setting when you throw a big fit about not being in, and then you go and give and up then no one plays three, and you live up, you give you uh, oh, lose by sixty. It was like freaking Christmas watching them get their asses beat. <laughs> and I was, God, I loved it. <laughs> like, and I love like what Kirby was talking about in the press conferences, having that DB who I'm blanking on his name right now, but that's going to be a first round pick. And I think wanted to sit out. Well, mother wanted him to sit out, and he thought about it and was going to, and then decided at the end to come back and play. I and think just look what they play every available game. Okay, and I think the college football is going to have to look at the rules on that. Like I get opting out, like I understand it, but at the same time, look at the culture that Georgia and Bama set. We had the first pick and the third pick in the NFL draft last year played in the bowl game, played, I mean, and Jordan Battle played. You remember what Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs said before played. the game, right? He said he's never been to a bowl game. He felt like it was an honor. Yeah, like I mean, you have like you have kids that do that in Florida State. Like you have guys, kids like that because the only bowl win they have in like the last five years was last year. 
So you you have players State. on that team that aren't bowl winners? Jacksonville State doesn't have a single person that is going to go to the NFL draft. Like, I love them. I love those guys. I know a lot of them personally. Shout out to y'all. Like, I think Jero. Do you remember Jero? Mm-hmm. He's going to the draft, I think. Mm-hmm. We have a that few. Is, we have a few. But, but, he, but, like, he's the only person I can think of. Off that yeah, team we have that one immediately tackle. makes you go like, ooh, like yeah, he's gonna yeah. go to the draft. Yeah. Like I mean, you're looking at like Trey Brown and like you remember uh Latrell. Yeah, Latrell. Dude's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. But if Beast. you put him up against freaking like any Alabama defensive lineup, <laughs> and you're like, damn, are you a linebacker? Yeah. Like, I love Latrell. Great guy. They were just happy to be there. They were happy to be there. And they and, and they, it gave us a fun game. I mean, that was such a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was what, New Mexico State? And it's really – yeah. We won. No, 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 no. Raging Cage. Raging in New Cage. Orleans. I mean, oh, you, we, we it's like there. the different – it's the difference in culture and mindset. Like, Jameer Gibbs had never played in it. First-round pick, regardless of where, you know, what happened. But was honored to be in a bowl game and played. And then you have Florida State, who I know. I know for a fact a lot of your players have not played the bowl game because you didn't win over eight games until last. Like, you've been bad for four or five years. Poverty. Like, poverty. Real poverty. And then you get in this moment, and, and like, Mike Norvell, I like. I think he's a good head coach, and maybe this isn't his fault. Maybe it is, but, like, my goodness, kid, that's such a bad culture. Like, these guys – and the thing is, is these guys opting out for the draft, they're not first-round picks. I mean, some of them may tell in. May get them. May tell in, but – and even if you want to say that, Alabama and Georgia have solidified first-round picks. Number one overall pick. And number three overall, who are – I mean, Bryce is struggling this year because his team is just abysmal. But, I mean, Will's on a nine, ten-win Texas. If you listen to our, our podcast before, you know we think that it's not Bryce's fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but these guys – and, like, Jameer Gibbs is on a 11, should be 12-win Lions team. But, yeah. like, playing big time. So, I mean, it's – it's sad when Florida State does something like that. It yeah. really is. But back to it, Washington, Texas. That was a tangent for no reason. But back to Washington and Texas. I, I don't know. I think we do this to Washington all year. Just really never give them much of a chance, and they surprise us. But I think keys for Washington is your defense has got to show up. This cannot be the game you go into a track race yeah, no, because Quinn Ewers will run. Steve Sarkeesian is too good. They're just too good offensively. They're fast, too. But so you can't fast. go into a track race because this is hands down – the best defense you're going to see. That front seven is very, Texas very is good. for real. They yeah. won't let you run a track race. Yeah. They're going yeah. to keep you – they may get 30. I'll be surprised if they get 30 on this Texas defense. My thing is I feel like Washington needs to control the pace. Yes. They, yeah, I agree. Great point. And they yeah. also need to control the outside corners because you yeah. know that once Texas gets rolling, they freaking love those bubble screens. They do. And Xavier Murray so – he's just they have so many weapons. They, so many weapons. So many – even their starting running backs have been down all season. Hadn't slowed them down. I mean, they, they made Oklahoma State – I don't think Oklahoma State could have stopped them in five years. They'd have been scoring touchdowns for five years. Like, it was just bad. They were just running through them. Yeah. Now, Washington, I'll give them credit here, is Penix and that offense, they have games where they look anemic. They also have games where, man, they're, they're rolling. Red hot. Or, like, against Oregon both times, rolling. Rolling. It's kind of like they rose to the occasion. They rise sense. to the occasion, exactly. So I think in this moment, this is a game where you've got to rise to the occasion. And like, it may, your defense may, your defense may put you in a track meet. They might because Texas is that good. This right. is the game for you where you have got to overcome that and put your offense in a track meet. I would kind of, I know this may sound weird because Washington's kind of like up tempo 
up to speed, but I would like them to slow the game down a little bit. Right. Well, yeah, I feel yeah, like slow it's going it to favor Texas if you try to run track me. Right. So slow the game down, control the ball, keep Texas's offense off, off the field. field. Yeah, absolutely. Because if your defense isn't going to come out and play, you can't. It's just the, the hard part about that is normally that involves running the ball. Yeah, running the ball, and I don't know. I mean, they can, they can, but like Texas is a strong suit. That front, front seven. Front seven. And they're, you're a strong suit to your quarterback. Like, you got to figure out a way for Penix to, to win the game. Yeah. You may have to do what, I mean, Michigan's kind of in the same boat. Keep everything in front, in front of, of you. you. Control the pace. Don't give up big plays. And that's going to be big for Washington. Now, I mean, Texas could hit you one way or another with a big play. Like, they, they did it to Alabama and Tuscaloosa. We watched it. It was, two, it was two over-the-top passes over our freshman safeties that just killed us. You blink and Xavier Worthy's in the end zone football. Yeah. I mean, he's like just it, so it doesn't fast. take a lot of time for that offense to get clicking. But ultimately, I think, I think the winners of tonight's game will be Alabama. And I'm going – I want it to be Texas. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with Washington. I think Washington finds a way. It's another one of those things like we've talked about all year long. When you talk about a team, Washington's that team. We continuously week in week out talk about them like they really don't have a chance. They're good, not they're not elite. They're great, but they're not that. And then every week they just kind of just do win. what you need them to do. They beat Oregon twice. That's all we really asked of them. They did it both times. Three points. I mean, combined six points, but. Still a victory, a victory over and beating the same team twice. Really tough. You did it twice. So I think they find a way because I think Texas has had moments. Texas has had moments this year where they've struggled. I mean, yes, they have a great win in Alabama. They do. Boy, they've struggled a few times. And in our defense. Our offensive line and defense. We were figuring out what the heck we We were were doing. doing. I'm about to say, our offense and defensive line, and it's not on Texas, you're right, but that are in our line groups on both sides of the ball have come so far from that game. So, I mean, but I think – I just think Washington will find a way to win it. Like 42 to 40. Just find a way. Mike, who you got? Texas. Alabama and Texas? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, that's, it's kind of a, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I think will happen. But I, I well, I want to happen, but I think Washington finds a way. I'm going to go Alabama-Texas. I think it's both cases of why both teams win. I think the defense is going to be too much for the opposing offense. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Washington's offense will be able to keep up, and I don't think – um, Michigan Dolphins will be able to keep up. So I'm going to go out of Texas in a rematch. All righty. Well, we have a little bit of time left, so we're going to do we're going to do something new for y'all. It is football trivia. Um, I'll, I'll read the questions. We're going to let Micah and Cameron go. Uh, we'll do first to first to three, three, we'll and then we'll switch it up. We got about seven minutes here, so we'll, we'll go pretty quick. Uh, my brain may take seven minutes um, to get the first answer. Yeah. Uh, so do we want to let Here's how we'll do it. Who do we want to be? Mm, pick a number one through ten. All right, four, seven. Four. Number was six, so Cameron gets to go first. And then uh, if Cameron doesn't get the answer right, we'll go to, to Mike. Ooh. And then if he does, you'll get to go first next time. So I'm probably not going to like ninety-eight. So the first question is: What is the longest-running rivalry in NFL history? Um, Bears Packers. Bears Packers. Absolutely, it is. As one point for Cameron. Team from freaking 1910. <laughs> it's not <Trying> fair. He's going to give me something stupid like who was the MVP in 1942. No, I could give you that. I've seen a few of them. <laughs> give us questions. We're at least going to have an attempt. Uh, I don't know. Wilt Chamberlain. 
This one's fun just because uh, I like to crap on this division. I'm about to get cooked. But in the 2020, in 2020, the Washington football team won the NFC East. What was their record? Oh, it was eight. Oh, it's my now turn. Mike's turn. Shut up! I thought I got to keep going. Eight and nine. Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Eight and nine is too many games. <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah. Yeah. Two points to Cameron. Seven and nine. Right. That's a fun one. So wow. massive. Um, I remember it being seven wins. Dad or nine <laughs> losses, something like that. The worst combined record in any division in NFL history for a season, I think, is what the NFL. This one's a fun one. one. We'll go to. You know what? You have two points, so I'm going to let Micah. This is game point top deal. This one is fun. Which team has played – Oh, I know. Which team has played in both the single hottest and coldest NFL games on record? Oh. I'm supposed to know that. The Buffalo Bills. Good guess, but no. Cameron, do you? I'm going to take Green Bay Packers. No. Close. NFC. NFC's right. NFC? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Is it the Giants? It is not. Close, though. Giants is a decent thought. Oh. I, to, to me, it's a little surprising. Philadelphia. No, but y'all are all over it. The Jets. That's, That's AFC. AFC. What a waste to go. Yeah. What a waste to get. That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, the same stadium and they're all they playing the same dogs. stadium and they're all um, Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. I um, Washington. No, oh, all over it, dude. No. Seattle's on the opposite side of the map. <laughs> um, or all over it. Detroit. No. All over it. Y'all literally named every team in the division. But this one. No way. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I've got it if you don't. I don't. Y'all named it's every Dallas. team in the division. It is Dallas Cowboys. Is Dallas? They're in te- Oh, well, you know, hottest team in the year. Yeah. And then well, coldest is probably New York. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was three. Let's go five. Three was a little quick. Three was a little quick. Cook. Three was a little quick. Oh, that one's too easy. Oh. All right. Three O, so we'll let Micah go again. To get <laughs> in 2020, this wide receiver broke the record for the most consecutive thousand yard seasons. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Wow. Mike Evans. No way I was getting a little, a little, Well, they've been talking about it for like the past two weeks because he no, just keeps just sketching. Mike Evans is like a thousand yard season, like that's right. You he know, literally like, has a team. Yeah. yeah, he really is. Fantasy-wise, so Because I keep I keep not drafting him in fantasy, expecting him to fall off. And sure enough, he never does. <laughs> <laughs> he never does. All right, hit me. All right, Cameron. The Jacksonville Jaguars had the worst record during the 2020 NFL season, 1-15. Which team did they manage to beat? Oh, no. I don't. Kansas City. No, decent guess. Buffalo Bills. No. That was decent a good guess. Okay. Decent guess. AFC, NFC. It's an AFC. Um, 2020, you said that. Yeah. Titans. That was when they were. Mm, close, but not it. Was it Was it within the state? No. Okay. That, that was important for my, my – There was only <laughs> one team it could have been. It's still Matt. Nope. There's two. Two in the – Oh, well, I said AFC. Yeah, you're AFC? right. Oh, Tampa Bay is not AFC. Yeah. Um. God, dude, this is tough. It is. It's really not, though, if you think about it. Like, if you really think about I it. I mean, there's I only remember, 16 teams. I don't teams remember the second from. pick that year. Like, what, what are you talking about? It's a team that they beat. I'm, I'm aware. What I'm saying is I don't remember anything about the 2020, 2020 season. Yeah, that's fair. I, when I say it's easy, if you think about it, it's because they play these teams twice. So, I was in the right uh, division. Yeah. Pick the wrong team. team. Man. Um, I'm giving you way too much. Is. I know who it is. 
So, the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I'll let you get a guess. You got a 50 50 Dude, I'm, I'm god awful with the okay. AFC. It's the Indianapolis Colts. It is the Indianapolis Colts. It's 4 to 1. That's why I was saying it was easy because if you just thought about their division, they played them twice. So, man, you could manage a win. Were the Colts that bad? Yeah, they were that bad. <laughs> I just assumed it would be a good team because why would you beat one team and it, like, make it a question of the Who was the Colts team? quarterback in 2020? Matt Ryan, I think. No, Ooh, it was no, I think it was. Um, they traded for Matt Ryan. Was it Andrew Luck? Zachary? It was no, it was that dang dude from Philly, Carson Wentz. Oh, no, that was 2021. Yeah, was it 2021? No. Was Carson 2022? Was Matt Ryan? No, 2020, 2020 was old Philip Rivers. Oh, it sure it was. That was his last was. season, I think. Yeah. All right, so we'll go. Cameron's at 4 1 game point. I just keep letting Micah go first because he's getting beat to hound and back, but we got about a minute left. So, oh, last question. Which is the only team to qualify for multiple Super Bowls that has never once led a game in the Super Bowl? I think I know this. In a Super Bowl? Yeah, they've they've qualified for multiple, but never once led. Never mind. The Bills have won Super Bowl. Stupid. Oh, this is tough. It's really so funny. Is it the Vikings? It's the Vikings. <laughs> it is the Minnesota Vikings. That I'm is, so afraid. That is so rich. Dead gummy. <laughs> I knew it. All right, we got time for one more. One All more, right, maybe. Go ahead, give me an alley so I can dump this thing. Ah, uh, dang it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Come on now. I can't really. Um. Oh, as of 2021, who owns the NFL record for rookie passing touchdowns? Quickly here, quickly. I don't know. He's a current quarterback. That 2021? Mm-hmm. That oh. No. Current. No, no, it's – God, because CJ's about to pass him. Yeah. Um, about 15 seconds here. Yeah, who is it? Justin Herbert with 31. I knew it. We've enjoyed it. We'll, we'll wrap up here, guys. We'll probably play some more football trivia because these are fun. Cameron whooped Micah. That was, did, that was so bad. But props to you. You got three, right? Yeah, don't worry. Or we're two. Gonna, we're gonna, I'm, mm, mm. Thank you, boys. It's been fun. We'll see you all next week.